Good evening. Welcome to Voice in the Wilderness. I'm Don Noble of Pure Heart Ministries, and I welcome you today with exceedingly great joy. Tonight's message, Let's Seek Wisdom. In 29 days, we will be deciding the future of our nation. Will we remain a republic, or will we become a socialist communist country? The Democrat Party has been pushing us to the left for the last 120 years. Oh, I'm not just picking on Democrats. The Republican Party has not been doing a good job of holding the line. They are all selling their souls to the Chinese. We needed term limits a long time ago. But you see, they love power too much to give up their prestigious positions. All of them. Both parties. I'm very concerned about this election. A large majority of Christians have still never registered to vote. Can you imagine? I mean, can you imagine? You call yourself a Christian and yet you haven't registered to vote. So that means you won't be able to vote. Then there's the churches that are woke. So they're not going to vote conservative. The evil virus unleashed on us in 2020 brought with it an apostate church. Oh, we don't need to gather. We can watch church online. Really? Is that what the Bible says? I thought it said, forsake not the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. That's Hebrews 10, 25. Now, I cannot exhort you sitting in my living room in my pajamas watching church online. And the scripture says, so much the more, so much the more now today in the apostate society we are living in, so much the more as we see the day approaching. Do you see the day approaching? Maybe you don't even know what the day refers to. So I'll just clue you in. It's the day of Christ's imminent return. This is not the time to stay in your little bubble. Your brothers and your sisters need exhortation, which means that you come alongside them, you encourage them. Think of it kind of like you're being a cheerleader. You stir up their faith. You stir up good works. You stir them to move forward and not backward. <clears throat> Christianity is not a spectator sport. Our Christian biblical heroes were not spectators. Moses, Joshua, Deborah, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah, Jeremiah, David, Jael, Peter, John, 
James, Paul, Timothy, Barnabas, Ruth, Esther, Lydia. These were movers and shakers, faithful servants of the Lord. And you and I are called to advance God's kingdom. Now, how does one do that in the comfort of your home? You don't. Look, it's not time to give up. It's not time to lose your faith. It's not time to back up. It's not time to get lukewarm. It's not time to fret and be upset. It's time to awaken. It's time to arise. It's time to be strong in your faith. It's time to be bold and full of the Holy Ghost. We have a country to save in 29 days. And we have people who need Jesus. Just say to yourself, I'm stepping up to the plate. I'm planning to hit a home run because I'm planning to run all the bases. I'm bringing everyone with me that I can. No one is being left behind on my watch. Say this now. My roar is getting louder because the Lion of Judah lives in me. Okay. The agenda of the left is so godless and so full of unrighteous speech, unrighteous behavior, and we can't fight that in the flesh. Our weapons are mighty through God, not carnal. You know, Daniel, Azariah, Mishael, and Hananiah, you know them better as Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, but that was their Babylonian names that you're familiar with. That's not their Hebrew names. So I'm calling them by their Hebrew names. But as I was saying, Daniel, Azariah, Mishael, and Hananiah, they were living in a godless society too. They were an extreme minority. They were surrounded by pagan worship and sexual immorality. Yet, yet, they kept themselves pure. They didn't act crazy and start having sex with the pagan women. They were virgins. Now, think about that for a minute, guys. Don't think that there weren't beautiful young women in the king's court who tried to seduce them. These young men were totally sold out to God. No compromise. No compromise. We aren't going to see. They weren't, they weren't going, trying to see what they could get away with. That's why they were spared in the fiery furnace. They weren't bowing down to any gods or any form of compromise, period. These boys, well, I should say these young men, kept their eyes on the one who created them. You see, their eyes weren't diverted to the lust and cares and desires of the world. 
They didn't have unstable emotions. They were able to stand strong. They made a decision not to bow down to King Nebuchadnezzar. And they didn't waffle. They took a stand, a very firm stand. There was no sound of anxiety or fear in their voices. And they knew that they could possibly lose their life. But you see, they were willing. They were ready. They were courageous. How about you? Where do you stand? You see, these young men were government employees. So they faced persecution from all the other members of the government because they were outsiders. They were Hebrew boys in a Babylonian government. But they handled themselves with dignity and respect for the king. But they knew the God they served, and they never sacrificed their faith in God. As Christians, as citizens of the United States of America, we're kind of getting it from all sides. Mr. Biden, a so-called Catholic, and the reason I say a so-called Catholic is because he prides himself on being a devout Catholic, and yet, and yet, he pushes constantly for abortions, even after the baby's born. That's called murder. It's called infanticide. Hello? And he derides people of faith continually. So I'm not sure what kind of Christian he really is. It's okay, though. We know the God we serve, and we aren't bowing down to the pro-abortion cause or the transgender cause. No, we're not. You see, Psalm 14 verse 1 reminds us that the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. That's where a majority of people in our nation are today. They say there is no God. Well, I want to spend the rest of this program talking about wisdom. And I'm just going to read it to you from Proverbs chapter 8, verses 1 through 36. And so this is the writer of Proverbs, uh, Solomon, the wisest man ever created by God. And it says this, Does not wisdom cry out and understanding lift up her voice? She takes her stand on the top of the high hill beside the way where the paths meet. She cries out by the gates at the entrance of the city, at the entrance of the doors. To you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of men. I want to stop there just a minute. That's who 
and these few scriptures here, that's who wisdom is calling out to. Wisdom is calling out to the men to the, and to the sons of men. Verse 5, and you simple ones or naive ones, understand prudence. And you fools, be of an understanding heart. Listen, for I will speak of excellent things. And from the opening of my lips will come right things. For my mouth will speak truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. Now, I just want to say that this is, uh, if you're wondering who this person is that talk is talking, it is wisdom. So it's like as if wisdom has a voice and wisdom is the one speaking. Verse 8. All the words of my mouth are with righteousness. Nothing crooked or perverse is in them. They are all plain to him who understands and right to those who find knowledge. Receive my instruction and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things one may desire cannot be compared with her. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence, and find out knowledge and discretion. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogance, and the evil way, and the perverse mouth I hate. Counsel is mine, and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. By me kings reign, and rulers decree justice. By me princes rule, and nobles, and all the judges of the earth. I love those who love me, and those who seek me diligently will find me. Riches and honor are with me, enduring riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yes, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. I traverse the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of justice, that I may cause those who love me to inherit wealth, that I may fill their treasuries. The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his way, before his works of old. I have been established from everlasting, from the beginning, before there was ever an earth. When there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no fountains abounding with water. Before the mountains were settled. Before the hills, I was brought forth. While as yet he had not made the earth or the fields or the primal dust of the world. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep. When he established the clouds above. When he strengthened the fountains of the deep. When he assigned to the sea its limit. So that the waters would not transgress his command. When he marked out the foundations of the earth. Then 
I was beside him as a master craftsman, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in his inhabited world, and my delight was with the sons of men. Now, therefore, listen to me, my children, for blessed are those who keep my ways. Hear instruction and be wise, and do not disdain it. Blessed is the man who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, watching at the posts of my doors. For whoever finds life and obtains favor from the Lord, but he who sins against me wrongs his own soul, and all those who hate me love death. So let me just make a few comments about chapter 8 of Proverbs. We see that the fear of the Lord is to hate anything evil, a perverse mouth, pride, arrogance, any kind of evil ways. And wisdom, which is the Lord, wisdom is better than gold. It's the fruit of wisdom is better than gold, even fine gold, and riches and honor are with wisdom. And so if we seek wisdom, the scripture says, if we seek wisdom diligently, we will find wisdom. And so that's really, really what we want to do. We want to seek wisdom as we move forward in our daily walk with the Lord. We want to seek wisdom in how we conduct our life, our uh our lifestyle, how we can conduct our behavior, the words we speak. Because when we look back at Daniel and Hananiah and Azariah and Mishael, they were full of wisdom. The Bible says that they were, it was astonishing how wise they were. And so because of their the way that they conducted themselves as young men, then they found favor with the king. And the other part of Proverbs chapter 8 is that wisdom is is responsible for um, helping, says that I was beside him, meaning the Lord, God, I was beside him as a master craftsman, and I was daily his delight. I think that it's it's so beautiful to read that. Um, in other words, when God was preparing the heavens, wisdom was there. And when he established the seas and the face of the deep, wisdom was there. So wisdom is a vital part of what we want to Uh, walk out in our life. Wisdom is the nature of God. It's his character, his nature. He's a wise, just God. And um, when when we walk in wisdom, it says, you know, hear instruction and be wise. Don't disdain it. Don't, don't like turn your nose up at godly wisdom. Because it says, blessed is the man who listens to me. 
That person is going to find life. That person's going to find favor. And so we want to we want to walk in God's wisdom. We want to receive his instruction. His instruction is the word of God. That's our instruction to us. That's how we know what he wants to say to us and teach us. Now, I'd like to go to Proverbs chapter 4. And um, again, this is wisdom speaking again, like as in the first person. It says, Hear, my children, the instruction of a father, and give attention to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. When I was my father's son, tender, and the only one in the sight of my mother, he also taught me and said to me, Let your heart retain my words, keep my commands, and live. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forget. Do not forsake her, and she will preserve you. Love her, and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. She will place on your head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory she will deliver to you. Hear, my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. And when you run, you will not stumble. Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep her, for she is your life. Do not enter the path of the wicked, and do not walk in the way of evil. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn away from it and pass on. For they do not sleep unless they have done evil, and their sleep is taken away unless they make someone fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. And keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. 
let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. So wisdom again, speaking in like the, you know, the first um, in the primary voice there. Um, it's like, don't forsake wisdom because here's what's going to happen. If you f don't forsake wisdom, wisdom is going to preserve you. It says, love her. Love wisdom. She will keep you. Wisdom will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Exalt her. Exalt wisdom. God's wisdom. Godly wisdom. And that wisdom will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. Wisdom. Wisdom. See, it's, it's talking in, in um, as if this is a female. It's a female voice. But it's still wisdom. Exalt wisdom. And she'll bring you honor when you embrace her. Um, the years of your life are going to be many. If you walk in wisdom, if you walk in a right path. And just at the very end, it says, you know, don't turn to the left and don't turn to the right. It's like, you know, you're, you're driving down the highway and you've got double lines in the center and you've got the white line on the right and you've got to stay right between the lines. Can't veer to the left and cross the yellow line or you'll get hit head on. Don't cross the white line on the right. You could end up in a ditch. So we just keep straight ahead. We don't, we don't veer from that. And then, you know, the, the voice of wisdom says, don't let wisdom depart from your eyes. In other words, the, the word of God. I was talking about that last week meditating in the word of God day and night makes your way prosperous, keeps you in good health, keeps you out of trouble. So if you spend time reading God's word and, and allowing God's word to be in front of your eyes, it says, do not let God's word depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Keep God's word in the midst of your heart. It's life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. If you're, if you're suffering with sickness of any kind, you need to get in God's word and meditate on God's word. So bottom line, we want to walk in the fear of the Lord. Amen. We want to seek God's wisdom diligently. And we understand that the fruit of wisdom is better than gold, even fine gold. So we want to hear God's instruction. We want to be wise. And, um, as these coming weeks are upon us for the election, I'm going to keep talking about that because it's important. And so we have to be wise Christians, making wise decisions in um, everything that we do. Amen. Well, this is Don Noble. You can go to www.pure.org. .pure 
heart.today and listen to this podcast again, you can download the iHeartRadio app and go to Podcast Pure Heart Ministries and listen to this uh, podcast again. And uh, I would love to hear from you. You can email me at all lowercase don at pureheart.today. Um, and I'd love for you to support this ministry. You can write me at Pure Heart Ministries, P.O. Box 85, Valley Grove, West Virginia. I also want to invite you all to my Bible study. Now, why I never invited you all in the past, I don't know, but I have a Bible study on Wednesday nights. It starts at 6 p.m., and we meet at Top Hat Pools and Stoves on Main Street in Wheeling, West Virginia. So it's a, it's a store that sells pool stuff, and it sells uh, fireplaces. So how cool is that? So you are welcome to come join us on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. at Top Hat Pools and Stoves, Main Street, Wheeling, 6 p.m. We would love to have you. Well, this is Don Noble. I look forward to being with you again next week. Shalom, shalom. Peace be unto you.